0: This is a Soulfire production. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the podcast. I have a really juicy episode for you today. Today, I am going to talk all about why I don't drink alcohol. And I can't believe I haven't talked about this yet on the podcast. You know, six years in, here we go. <laughs> but this is a highly requested topic from me. It has been for a really long time because I stopped drinking alcohol before I even started this podcast, which is crazy to think about. And people have asked me about this a bit and I, I just never really went into it for a number of reasons, but I have been feeling really strongly guided to, to talk about this. So I'm going to share About why I don't drink alcohol. And, you know, this isn't me telling me what you should or shouldn't do. It's your life, your choices. I'm just sharing my personal experience and why I don't personally drink alcohol and what my relationship with alcohol is like. I know that more and more people right now are feeling called to drink less or quit drinking. And I know that when you're in that spot, it can sometimes be helpful to hear from other people about what their experience was and the reasons for why they don't drink. So I hope that this just offers perspective. And again, it's just my story. My perspective doesn't need to be your perspective at all. So that's my disclaimer. Before I jump into it, my announcement for today's episode is that the Channel Collective membership is opening again. I'm super excited. The membership will open again on November 15th. That's a Monday and it will close on the 21st, which is a Sunday. So it will be open for about a week. So if you want to get in on all of the magic, that's that's going to be the time. So get ready to go. And if you don't know about the channel collective, this is my monthly membership. It's a super high frequency container really designed to support you in doing your daily, monthly, yearly energy work, raising your frequency. For all of you high achievers out there that are into personal development with a spiritual twist, the Channel Collective is for you. There are monthly Q&A calls, monthly manifestation activation calls, monthly a high 70 energy healing group sessions. They're super powerful. And then you also get access to a ginormous library of resources related to all things, raising your vibration. So you can kind of choose your own journey in there. I have content around brain rewiring, human design, opening up your intuition, how to do energy work on yourself. There is a library of different meditations. I outline morning routines and nighttime routines with daily invocations, different journaling practices to keep your frequency high and to continue with that neural shifting and opening of your intuitive gifts. There are resources in there about relationships and health and pretty much anything that you can think of in terms of spirituality. That's where I put energy updates and also where you will find Ascension School, which is my library of channeled messages that you can use to raise your vibration, use as journal prompts. This is a container that really gives you step by step the exact processes and Tools I use in my daily life to keep my vibration high and to live the lifestyle that I do. So this is exactly what I use. (laughs) I use the membership too, and I just put the same resources in there. And why this is so important is, as I've talked about before, the key to raising your vibration is consistent work. This isn't a one and done thing. If you want to make manifestation your lifestyle, it's about consistently clearing out the blocks, doing your daily practices, and being in a container that's really designed to keep your frequency high is really helpful and it's a place where you can come and ask any questions around manifestation or what's going on in in your life if you need support with neural shifting and so we can bring all that up on on the call and move through that together and it's an amazing place to meet like-minded people and i know that everybody wants that especially right now. So if you're interested in checking out the membership, go to uh, christinathechannel.com slash membership and all of the information will be right there. Again, enrollment opens November 15th. I am super excited. I think we all know how picky I am when it comes to what I put in and on my body. And when it comes to supplements, I am so particular about quality. And this is why I am obsessed with Paleo Valley. All of their products are gluten free, grain free, soy free, dairy free, non GMO, and made from only organic whole foods. And taking supplements that are truly whole foods based makes the world of a difference. All kinds of people take supplements that are really doing nothing for them, have weird fillers and extra ingredients, and that can actually be working against you. So if you want to notice a difference, make sure that you're paying attention to quality. This is why I love Paleo Valley. And some of the supplements that I take every single day are their Essential C Complex, which is by far the best vitamin C I've ever used. I've tried so many vitamin Cs with all of the detox protocols I've been on, and this is my favorite one By far, most vitamin C supplements are derived from GMO corn and have only a fraction of the vitamin ascorbic acid. But Paleo Valley's essential C complex has the entire spectrum with no synthetic vitamin C, just organic superfoods. This is great for your immune system, boosting the immune system. It is amazing for naturally increasing energy and reducing fatigue. It's also great for regulating your cortisol levels and amazing for the skin. Another product that I am obsessed with is their Apple Cider Vinegar Complex. This is amazing for stabilizing your blood sugar and helping to control any sugar cravings. It's also really great for digestion and naturally increasing your stomach acid levels. What I love about this is I get all of the benefits of Apple Cider Vinegar, but I don't have that wear and tear on my tooth enamel, which has come up before with my dentist. So I get all of the benefits because I'm truly obsessed with ACV. It makes a huge difference in how I feel during the day, but I don't want the negative effects of the apple cider vinegar damaging my tooth enamel. So that is why I love, 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 their apple cider vinegar complex. I also always have their turmeric on hand, which is amazing for naturally reducing inflammation, supporting brain health, supporting immune health, cardiovascular health. Anytime I have any physical pain, if I have a breakout, if I have any inflammation of any sort, I take this and it is like a night and day the next day. I cannot recommend it enough. Those are some of my go-to products, but I truly love their entire line. Their bone broth protein. Their superfood bars actually always have like four or five in my bag at a time. Their grass-fed organ complex, all of it is incredible. So if you want to get your hands on some of their products and try them out, then you can head to paleovalley.com and use my code Christina15 for 15% off. So that is paleovalley.com, P-A-L-E-O-V-A-L-L-E-Y.com and my code Christina15, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A 1-5 will get you 15% off. Let's roll into it. Why don't I drink alcohol? Well, there are layers to this. And what's crazy is I I actually had the dates wrong. I just I was doing some math and I realized that I stopped drinking seven years ago. Seven years ago. That's wild. I actually quit drinking before I turned 21. So (laughs) we'll get to that. And in that time, I've had I've had two drinks. I've had two drinks, and they weren't even real. I had a pina colada in Hawaii before quarantine. And I had a glass of rosé at dinner with a friend one time, and that's literally it. So yeah, I, I don't drink. Um, I, I love not drinking (laughs) and we'll we'll get to that in a second and just the different layers of it, but it makes me feel so much better not to wasn't something that served me. (laughs) However, you know, if there was a moment where I was like, I don't know, out with, I don't know, out with a friend. And I, for some reason really wanted a glass of wine or something. I mean, I would do it. I don't have any like hard and fast rules. I don't have any like rules of I can't have this or, you know, I don't, I don't do that, but I just can't imagine that I would really want that. I don't even like the taste of alcohol. So (laughs) I never have. So yeah, just not really adding to my life at all. Anyway, Let me uh, get into the history and here's what I'm going to say. First of all, there are parts of this story that I'm going to be kind of vague about and I'm just going to like telepathically send it to you if you are available for that. And the reason why I might be vague is just because if it involves people outside of me, you know, I I choose to share my life and share things on this platform and other platforms, but not everybody else does. So whenever there's anybody in my life who has specifically asked me not to say anything or just I haven't checked with them, this is just in general, even with friends I'm with who don't want to be shown on my stories. I just don't post about them. So that's one of the boundaries I I set up when I started doing this kind of stuff a long time ago. So if somebody doesn't want to be my Instagram stories, I just never show them. So I hope you get where where I'm headed with that. But I'm gonna share my piece. So I was around alcohol at a young age. It was a very normal part of my life. My parents used to throw these epic dinner parties with all of these people who would come, and I was so little and, you know, alcohol flowing and party vibes. And it was a lot of fun. And I have very fond memories as a young child of, of those days. So I was just very comfortable with it. From a from a very young age, I mean, I learned to pour a glass of wine when I was three or four and, you know, really perfected my technique, that kind of thing. Anyway, so pretty comfortable with all of that and around it a good amount. And as I got older, I had different people in my sphere, many different people in my sphere who I saw have a not great relationship with alcohol. And it was something that came up for me in many different places. And long story short, I had a lot of trauma around it. I would watch people just become a completely different person. get so out of control, say really unkind things. It just felt like, you know, blow ups. It was just not good. And, you know, watching that consistently around me, I... uh, I was very sensitive as, as you know, if you listen to this podcast already, I was already super anxious and depressed because was picking up on everybody else's emotions. And it made me even more of a clairsentient because I had to be, I had to be aware of people's emotions around me. We often develop that to protect ourselves because when you know what people's emotions are around you, when you can pick that up, then you know how to get yourself out of a situation. You you get what I'm saying. So I was just very sensitive and and I was kind of watching all of that happen. And I mean, I really can't go into much detail around it, but it was like, I was just seeing many people lose it emotionally, seeing relationships fall apart, seeing people just have a really unhealthy relationship with alcohol. And it was something that was just coming up like all over the place. And then you know seeing people die from drinking too much that was definitely affecting me and i started to just feel really unsafe when when i was around anyone who was just like really out of control and then i started to become hyper responsible and this is where my personality really shifted and i at a younger age just kind of felt like okay i need to buck up and be strong and pull the shit together and i'm sure we can see how that impacted my personality as time went on. So in high school, I drank a good amount and I would say the heaviest amount would be, was like mm, sophomore and junior year probably. By the time I was a senior, I was pretty over it. I mean, I still drank, but not not the way I had before. And I had a lot of friends at many different schools and you know i went to school in the bay area and there are a lot of a lot of high schools a lot of high schools in kind of a concentrated area i came to understand as i went to college and you know met other people and realized oh <laughs> this is different than other areas so there are a lot of schools and i had lots of friends all at different schools so it was kind of spread out that also meant I was kind of exposed to all of these different friend groups and parties. And there were a lot of, a lot of parties in the Bay. And, you know, there are some kickbacks and then there are also huge parties, like huge parties, like things getting really out of control, um, beyond just cops called like fires and total destruction of houses. And it was just, it was just wild. And it was a lot of drinking, lots of drugs. I never did any drugs, but they were very much around me all the time. Used to seeing people do all that kind of stuff. I, I stuck to the alcohol and I started falling in that, in that kind of pattern, you know, because I had a lot of anxiety. I felt purposeless and I'm like going through an existential crisis and I'm 16 and I drank a lot. And it was like every weekend things were just wild, out of control. Everybody's stomach was getting pumped like so much. It was just, it was, it was a lot. I don't even know how else to say it. Now the thing to do in the Bay, I don't know if they still do this. Well, (laughs) whatever, but we used to go to these country concerts every single weekend. And it was, it was a shit show. It was truly a shit show. And it was the same thing every weekend where Everybody goes, everybody pregames out in this field and gets drunk. And then you go in, everybody just making out with each other everywhere. It was, the, it was the wildest thing. And I mean, I never got in trouble for drinking, but I had just so many people around me get MIPs or get arrested. And there was one There's one time, and this was like later in my junior year, and this is where I started to realize what the hell is going on where I was with my friends, we were doing our same old stuff going to, actually, it wasn't a country concert. I don't know what concert it was, but they all started to feel the same. And that's when I was starting to realize I'm I'm thinking every single weekend of my life is the same. I don't even remember half of it. I can't differentiate any of them. What am I doing? But you know, that was, that was what we did. And there was a really scary experience where one of my friends Started foaming at the mouth and had like a full on seizure and was taken to, I think, four different hospitals that night, like literally helicoptered and her heart stopped. And thankfully, she was fine. But that obviously scared the shit out of me. And I uh, talked to her mom, and her mom was just like, you can't do this stuff anymore. And I was thinking, yeah, no shit. And that scared the crap out of me because up until that point, it was kind of like I was around all this stuff, but not it was seeing it happen around me, but it was never so, so close to that experience. She was one of my closest friends. And, and I realized I'm like, what the hell am I doing? Like this can get out of control so quickly and she could have died. And like, what am I doing? I'm, I'm such a good kid. like. Yeah, I drink on the weekends, but I held my shit together more often than not. I was usually the responsible one. I was the one who was more taking care of people and would kind of keep my shit together while everybody else was super sloppy because I had other experiences where I kind of like learned my limits and and learned to be that person. So I was usually the more responsible one, never got in trouble. Usually I would get out before things got too crazy. And you know me high achiever perfectionist i can't get less than a 99% <laughs> i'm like what am i doing i can't believe i just got so close to something so awful happening to one of my closest friends and that that really scared the shit out of me and that's when i dialed things down a lot and i also was kind of getting tired of it and a lot of my closest friends were also as well and i think by the time we were seniors a lot of a lot of us had just toned it down a bit quite a bit, I would say, after the craziness of the previous years. And again, this isn't like, it wasn't just one high school. It was, I mean, maybe like 15. <laughs> it's like spread out. So anyway, that was a lot. That was all just a lot for me. And by the time I got to college, I I still drank. Um, you know, was going to parties and stuff, but, and I went to UCLA, there was never a UCLA party that was even close, like even close to the craziness of what it was like at some of the things I went to in the Bay and stuff in San Francisco. It was just like, so, oh, uh, I think about some of the places I was, uh, gross. Okay. So Anywho, wow, this feels like a different freaking life. Anywho, flash forward to my uh, sophomore year, beginning of my sophomore year and in college. And I had just broken up with my boyfriend and I was in a really low place. I'm in an existential crisis again. I'm wondering what the point of my whole life is. I was really sad. And confused and not feeling good. And this is when I also started binge eating. And I've talked about that before, but I just was eating my feelings. I was, I was so depressed and didn't know how to manage or process my emotions. And then I got back into like this party phase. I'm like, okay, I'm single and I'm just going to go out and go all in because I, hadn't as much the year before because I was spending a lot of time with my boyfriend at the time and you know most weekends either I was visiting him at his school or he was visiting me and uh, yeah I just didn't go to as as many things as as I would have if I was single but I I didn't mind at all anyway so I'm like I'm just gonna go all in and I'm going out with my friends and I didn't even like it, but I just didn't even know what else to do. I didn't know what else to do. And it's, you know, when you're in college, all that pressure around, well, this is just what you're supposed to do and have the best time of your life. And you know, all of that. So, (laughs) and I was the person that would provide the alcohol. It was just like, (laughs) can't believe, can't believe my life. So partying a lot, getting back into it, feeling like shit and feeling like once again, every week, every weekend of my life is the same. What am I doing? It's all surface level conversation. I'm so unfulfilled, but what am I going to do? I felt really disconnected. I felt like I, I just felt really disconnected and I was really questioning the, the point of my life. Quick question. Did you know that you can get text messages from me? I am about to give you my number and all you have to do is send a text so that I have your number and then you will receive regular quick text messages from me with daily downloads from my guides, manifestation tips, and other little messages that will brighten your day. So if you want to text me, here is my number, 205 883 8280. You can opt out anytime but I don't think you will want to. So again, that number is 205-883-8280. I am so excited to get your text. Anyway, it was it was a Halloween <laughs> Halloween of 2014 <laughs> that we went to a friend's apartment to pregame. pregames. I went way too hard and didn't make it. Didn't even make it out to the first party. Didn't even make it out to the first place where we're headed. And I got very sick everywhere. It was gross. It was sloppy. My my dear roommate was so sweet and stayed with me all night. And we were just at at the bathroom at my friend's apartment because I couldn't move and watching the parent trap as I was violently ill and I've never felt so shitty in my whole life and I totally blacked out. It was just a mess. It was a mess. And I don't really know why that was the tipping point, but it was. It was, it was totally a tipping point. I think because I felt so awful. I felt so gross. I couldn't believe I blacked out and it scared me. It scared me. Like the next day I woke up and I thought, holy shit, what am I doing? Like I know better than this. I can't even believe it got that bad because up until that point, I hadn't blacked out like that. I very much knew my limits and I had I had like developed this skill of being able to be in that but I I had to learn much much younger to be responsible in these types of situations and I couldn't even believe I got that I got that far Anyway I woke up the next day at who knows what time and felt like a piece of crap and I just decided I said I'm I'm not I'm not drinking anymore I'm not drinking anymore I have to deal with my feelings and what, what scared me was thinking about other people I had seen in my life who, whose lives really fell apart because of alcohol, who really destroyed their health because of it, who changed personalities because of it. And just kind of previous trauma from that. And I was like, I'm not going to be like that. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I need to pull my shit together. Like this is so immature to deal with my, my feelings like this. So I just stopped and that was literally the last time. And it's been seven years, except for those two instances I mentioned, not too long after that, I started dealing with some of my other health issues because I was like, I'm going to turn my life around. And I started trying to focus more on my health and get out of my binge eating behaviors and go to therapy and pull my life together. And I'm very much an all or nothing person. And I had all these things. I just felt so out of control in my life. And one day I just said to myself, I'm done with all of this. I'm going to become a healthy person starting tomorrow. And I'm done with all of these unhealthy behaviors and treating myself like this. And that is when I started exploring health and nutrition. And I started to feel better and better, not drinking for a long period of time. And I didn't even, I didn't really care. I still went out. And nobody even noticed that I wasn't drinking. Nobody really cared. I was still plenty of fun and I just wouldn't even say anything to people and they didn't notice. So I mean, that's what happens. People are drunk, right? They don't even notice. <laughs> so I still I still went out during that period of time. And then a couple of months later is when I had my trigger event with all of my gut issues, and I just started losing. A ton of weight when my digestion stopped working. I know I've talked about this a million times. That was my whole life changed. And from then on, you know, I ended up having to leave school for a period of time because it got so bad. I was basically going to die from all of these issues. Obviously, alcohol wasn't even on my radar. Like I couldn't even deal with that. I wasn't, I wasn't even allowed to eat carrots or fruit, dates, any type of sugar. So definitely couldn't have alcohol. So that wasn't even on my mind at all. I had so much else I was dealing with. I was literally fighting for my life and trying to find myself. I wasn't even thinking about alcohol, honestly. So during that time, sometimes people ask me like, "Was it well, was it hard to not drink when you're in college? No, it honestly wasn't. It, it just wasn't. I had so much other stuff I was dealing with I wasn't, I didn't care. <laughs> like, I, I wasn't even on my radar. And when I did go out with friends, I just didn't drink and I was so much happier. I enjoyed it so much more. I hated the feeling of being drunk. I hated the feeling of being hungover. I never have even liked the taste of it. I would just drink it anyway and like force myself to. So I really didn't miss it and I really didn't care. And in that, in that time period was also when I was really discovering myself and I started to make new friends and I started to make friends who were into wellness. And a lot of my friends were, were either also dealing with similar health issues, had a lot of gut issues, were very in the wellness space already, were older than me and nobody around me really drank anymore. So I had kind of transitioned my friend group where that wasn't even a thing that people did. And In LA, you know, there's like the classic LA culture, but there's a whole wellness community where people do not drink. And I went to many parties after graduating when I was still in LA. I went to many different parties in, you know, Beverly Hills, Hollywood, Santa Monica, where there was no alcohol. And there were hundreds of people there because they were all more in the wellness space. And so, It just wasn't even really an issue for me in my life. It never really stopped me from doing anything. And at that point, there wasn't really anybody in my sphere that I was hanging out with that drank, And I had much deeper relationships, enjoyed my relationships, just didn't really feel like I was missing out on anything combined with the ups and downs of my health journey. So, you know, for the first few years dealing with the SIBO and parasites and candida and all the gut stuff, heavy metals. I mean, having alcohol wasn't even, (laughs) wasn't gonna be a thing for me, even if I wanted it. And then dealing with mold and histamines, and I was on a low histamine diet for a long time. And then Lyme disease, like when your body's in that kind of state and when you're dealing with health issues like that, and I'm already having such an intensely restricted diet and trying to heal, I had no no desire to drink, it wasn't even in my mind. And there wasn't anybody around me pressuring me. So it didn't really matter. And then that just became my my lifestyle. And I felt way better. And, you know, during that time and when I went to school for nutrition and just doing all my research around alcohol, I was like, I can't believe I drank this. I can't believe I was just ingesting this this toxin. Like, why would I ever do this to myself? Why would I willingly drink this. I just started to get so grossed out and nutritionally couldn't even believe I was doing that to myself. And I just, you know, through that whole process, learned to really, really be grateful for my body and and my life and what it could do. And I don't want to put anything in my body that would cause it that level of harm. So nutritionally, it just didn't make any sense to me anyway. There was nothing pulling me there. And then fast forward, I get into energy healing and I Start doing intuitive work. And slowly but surely, I view the world in terms of frequency. And I am thinking about how am I keeping my vibration high and how do I continue to open up my gifts. And that was, you know, more tweaking with my environment and my diet and all that fun stuff. But for me, anything that would lower my vibration like that just. Has has no appeal to me. It has it has no appeal to me, and the thing with alcohol spiritually is, I had brought this up on another interview, and there's a reason why they call it spirits. And I truly believe that the reason why alcohol is such a part of our culture, and you know, it's in all of the media, and it makes you feel like, oh, to have fun, you need to drink. Well, why are they pushing that so hard, right? I mean, obviously money, but there's also the element of mind control and dark energies coming in. And this is a really common way that people attract dark energies and all kinds of weird shit can happen. Um, so it's not just, yeah, it, it would lower my vibration. I have no interest in in that. But also the nutritional side effects obviously you know there's there are all kinds of studies around drinking wine in moderation and the health benefits of that that's not what I'm talking about right i'm talking about like i don't know hard alcohol and getting drunk and that whole lifestyle the whole partying lifestyle it it feels so unappealing to me for a number of ways including the surface level conversation which we all know i just don't know how to do and I would rather be home alone in my pajamas than <laughs> stuck at a at a bar or a club and uh, <laughs> listening to people talk about nothing. So, and slurring their words and just all of the memories I have from earlier in my life and how much it affected me on a very very personal deep level with relationships in my life. I just don't want to play into that. I'm not I'm not going to play into that and go down that path. So, anyway, with the whole spirit's piece, also just not wanting to open myself up to the energies that can come in and and what that can create and this this is I feel very connected to a lot of the mental health issues and it becomes this this cycle for people where then they get even more depressed potentially they're starting to have more negative thoughts and and they're still drinking and then you're just opening up your energy field for some of this stuff and it's just not it's just not good in my opinion for me not not into it personally and here's the thing this is about like everything in my life this is who i hang out with this is when i go to sleep this is what i do in the morning this is everything i put in my body everything i put on my body i'm very conscious of it i'm not 100% perfect but i really appreciate my body and i and i'm grateful that i learned at a young age what it was like to to feel like you're going to die and to realize, holy shit, I should have been grateful for my ability to walk. I've had multiple periods in my life where I literally could not walk or my body just stopped functioning and I want to treat it well. But also the more I have gone down the spiritual path and done all of this work to raise my frequency and done all of this work to, to move through trauma and heal so much energetically and just the depths that I've gone to, to expand myself and open myself up and how hard I've worked out how much energy and love I've put into building my business and creating this life that I've always wanted. I don't want to be dull for a second. I don't want to miss a second of it. I don't want to spend a second of it with my senses dulled. I want to be clear and bright and present for every single moment. I want to be fully present for every conversation. I could never go back to feeling like every weekend of my life was the same and what am I doing? And are we having any conversations that even matter here? I can't even imagine that. I love my life so much. I'm so grateful for it. I have been through a lot to get to this point and I, I wanna honor that and, and be in it and fully experience it and appreciate it and just be so present in it. And with the way I feel, you know, for years I fought I fought for my health. I did everything I could, all the crazy shit to try and heal my body. I would do anything. And it took me a while to get to a place where I was healed and think about all all, all that I put into that. And it just made me so much more grateful for how I feel right now. And I think that a lot of people take their health for granted when, when you haven't experienced that. Just like, everything in our lives, right? When we're used to it, we can sometimes take it for granted instead of realizing what it would feel like if we didn't have that thing. And for me, I am so protective over my body and my health. And, and there's there's nothing about drinking that appeals to me, to be honest. I don't like the taste. I don't like how it, makes, how it makes me feel. I don't want any of my senses to be dulled. I don't want to open up my field to that kind of stuff that can come in. It's not fun for me. I just want to be present, clear here. Like I I love deep, expansive conversations. I love true quality time with people. I wasn't even having fun when I used to do that. I would call it fun and it wasn't even fun. And it's funny because one of my closest friends, we were just having this conversation the other night where when I first met her, she was, you know, partying a good amount. And she literally asked me, when she found out that I didn't drink, she was like, so what do you do for fun? And now she has recently decided she's going to be completely alcohol free for the next year because in the last year or so, she's realized that she doesn't feel good with it. She doesn't want to, doesn't want to drink and she just feels so much better. And she was just saying, isn't it wild that I went from asking you, how do you have fun to, to, to being in this place right now where I'm like, I have no desire to drink at all. I don't even want to really go out. And the thing is that I find that a lot of people who are close to me are friends with me or who have start, started working with me. So I might have a client come in and I, they might come in one time for an energy healing session. And I might hear back from them a year later. And a, a really common side effect of like being in in my field, which I don't think is specific to me as an individual, but a really common side effect is people just stop drinking. And it's very fascinating to me how many people have had one session and alcohol never even came up. That wasn't even a thing we ever talked about. And just a natural part of their spiritual awakening journey after that, because it often triggers that, is going to a place where they realize they don't really want to drink anymore, or maybe they they do, but it's just so much more moderate. It's just a, a big shift in in lifestyle. And It's just really common as people go down that awakening path because you start to realize what makes you feel good and what doesn't. And I want to feel good and I choose to feel good and I honor my body and I'm grateful for my body and I'm not going to put anything in it that would cause it harm or that I know was just a straight up toxin. So that's just how I feel about it. And I don't even like the taste. So it's not like something I crave or want. And I also have seen it negatively affect so many people in terms of relationships in my life. And I had that experience too. I, I have had so many relationships in my life. I feel like destroyed is, is a strong word, but and shift, no more because things were so out of control with alcohol and it really affected me and made me feel like I don't know it just made me feel really disappointed. It made me feel really disappointed and I saw how people could just flip a switch and almost change personalities. And I want a different path, you know. So for me now, I have no interest in, in lowering my vibration. I have no interest in how that makes me feel. I want to be so clear and here and present and I I love my life so much. I want to be so present and aware. <laughs> all of it and just fully soaking it all up and so that's why I don't drink it's for a number of reasons it is it it's for spiritual reasons for sure it's because everything I do right now in my life is about supporting my vibration and I don't want anything that lowers it (laughs) or makes me feel good it's not serving me in any way including with business and if you've been listening to this podcast for a long time you might remember my interview with James Swanwick. It was such a great episode. It was episode 173, but he talks all about quitting alcohol, being an entrepreneur. And he talks a lot about how when you quit alcohol, you save a ton of money. You make a lot more money. So it's not just the money that you're saving on all the alcohol you could be buying, but it's also in how much more money you make. And he, I think, makes great arguments for how much more money you make every year and throughout your life when you are alcohol-free. And I highly recommend listening to that episode. It's such a great episode to this day. And I think about this all the time. Like I don't really understand how how entrepreneurs drink a lot to me just with the type of lifestyle and where I want my brain function to be at. And I care a lot about my brain function because... There was a period of my life where it was gone, and I do everything I can now to optimize that. But just with how uh, present and focused I I need to be with with my business, and and I want to be, I really want to be, and how much I love that, I can't imagine being an entrepreneur and and drinking a lot. I just feel like it would really affect my productivity so much. I think it would affect my decision making. So it's it doesn't really. Makes sense for me as an entrepreneur, personally. I think a lot of people are really missing out on a lot of (laughs) opportunities when alcohol is a big part of their lifestyle. It's just my personal opinion. But for me running multiple businesses, I am on every single day and I like that. I'm very aware. I like to get a lot done. I'm a generator. I am creative. I like to innovate and I have no interest in having a single day where I'm off my game. Like, I just, I have no interest. I want to live every day feeling so good. (laughs) So to me, the idea of being hung over on a Sunday just doesn't sound good. And the idea of spending a night of my life surrounded by people who don't even know what's going on. Everybody's slurring their words and there's nothing of substance happening. Right now, that just doesn't feel like a fun thing for me in my life. (laughs) It hasn't for like seven years. So there's no judgment, right? I think that there's a time for everything, but I've worked so hard to create this life that I love, and I just want to be fully here for all of it. And I'm not going to do something that doesn't even make me feel good, right? Maybe I would feel differently if I liked the taste. Maybe I would feel differently. Actually, I don't think I would if everybody around me drink, but I'm just really not around people who who drink often. I have friends who drink, but it it's more moderate and it's not a a huge part of their lives. So it doesn't really come up for me to be honest. and I have found that anytime it has if I'm like in a brand new situation, no one cares when I'm confident with it and i and I've had this conversation with other people as well who feel very insecure about quitting drinking. And I found for me, if I am acting like I'm doing something wrong or I'm embarrassed or ashamed, then people are going to pick up on that. But I just own it. Like, I'm like, no, I don't drink. And no one cares. If, If I'm confident, then no one is going to really think twice about it. So I think that, you know, well, I know that our own energy very much shifts how people react. And if you're acting like, embarrassed or you're doing something wrong or acting, feeling like I'm the oddball out. People are going to pick up on that energy and maybe try and peer pressure you to drink, um, all that kind of stuff. So, oh man, I feel like I left out my whole, the whole San Diego party era when I was in high school, whatever. I think you get the point. I had a lot of alcohol around me uh, early on saw things get really not good and then in high school drank a lot had my time got tired realized wasn't fulfilling had my health issues at that point wasn't even a thing wasn't even a thing wasn't even on my mind and then my sphere kind of shifted so nobody around me really was drinking anyway so it never really was a problem and now with the intuitive work I do spiritual work I do I mean it's even like, oh, I, I'm not going to have that food today because I want my frequency at this place. <laughs> you know. So yeah, alcohol just doesn't serve me. And I know that more and more people are feeling this way. And what I'll tell you is that there are a lot of people probably around you who feel the same way, but they are too scared to Speak up first or to stop drinking first, and maybe if you're the one that that kind of changes the dynamic first, other people will follow. but the main thing with all of your decisions is just to be confident in yourself. it's your choice it's not what somebody else is doing and just this just like when people get all weird when their friend changes their diet and starts to exercise and eat clean, and people will get all weird because they are insecure. People do that with alcohol too, where when people know that they are in a cycle that maybe isn't the healthiest with alcohol or they don't they don't know how to have fun without it which I think is a big problem like then when their friends might choose something different they might start to you know make those those backhanded remarks or try and peer pressure you because they're starting to feel insecure and this is just all projection but the thing is that if we don't know how to be ourselves, if we don't know how to have fun without alcohol, that's something to look at. And unfortunately, a lot of people don't always feel safe to fully be open or be themselves or they don't know how to loosen up without it, right? And we have to notice where things are, are a crutch. The same way I think that a lot of people use ayahuasca as a crutch and there's so much you can do without any medicines. So I'm not against plant medicine at all, but I just think that a lot of people do use it as a crutch when there's so much you can do without that, right? I've never done any plant medicine. I've never, I mean, I don't do any types of plant medicines or drugs or anything. I have smoked marijuana like less than 10 times in my in my whole life and I don't really like it. And I think that with you know plant medicine, things can be helpful tools and we can have callings and they can be used in ceremony. But there are also a lot of people who use things for different intentions and start to get dependent. And, you know, it's a very nuanced conversation. Anyway, I don't really see any positives for me personally with alcohol. And I feel so much better without it. And I have watched many people in my life stop drinking. I never tell anybody to stop. I just kind of do my thing. And I think people end up following when they hang out with me. And I've had so many conversations with people close to me who tell me how much better they feel and how much more fun they have and how much more confident they they become because they realize, oh, I don't need something to loosen up or relax. Like cultivating those skills without being dependent on anything else is really helpful. And just noticing how much better you feel overall. So spiritually, it doesn't serve me. Nutritionally, definitely doesn't with my history of all my autoimmune disease like like it's just not something that would be great for me plus all the histamine stuff anyway and then even even outside of that right cuz i quit before any of that even hit just with my history and and you know doing my thing getting tired from it but really for me it was the stuff that i i talked about least in this episode that affected me the most emotionally and made me feel some type of way that took me a long time uh, to really move through and just not wanting to fall down that path. So hopefully you're picking up what I am sending energetically. And to be honest, I'm I'm really grateful for my process with, with all of that. I feel like I learned to be aware from a younger age and I saw when I went to college how so many people who like kind of hadn't had a lot of the experiences I had when I was in high school or younger. You know, it's that classic, oh my gosh, I have freedom and going off the deep end it was just not not good. And I am grateful for how it shifted my personality, to be honest, because I became much more mature at a younger age because of things that were going on around me. Again, a lot of the stuff that I didn't go too deep into. So yeah, that's, that's why I don't drink. That's the longer version. And it's funny because I mean, it really doesn't come up with people. Maybe I just put off (laughs) life in general, but I also just don't really have that many people around me who who drink and I would have no problem going out and not drinking. Done it so many times before and I have fun either way. It's more about the people that that, that I'm with. And I've been in many situations where everybody around me is is drinking and I'm not and I I don't really worry about it. And when I don't worry about it, they don't worry about it. <laughs> so yeah, I just That's a decision I make for myself on on all fronts, nutritionally, spiritually, emotionally, all the things. So that is why I don't drink alcohol. And if you're noticing that just while you're on your spiritual path, awakening, you start to feel like you want it less and less or you feel more drawn to stopping for a bit or just cutting back. It's not an uncommon thing. It's a really common thing as you expand your consciousness, as you really get in touch with your energy and your frequency and you raise your vibration and you know how good it feels, how good you can feel. And I think for a long time in my life, that's why I didn't explore a lot of these things because I had no idea how good I could feel. I didn't know how shitty I was feeling because that was my normal and it wasn't until i felt really good that i realized holy shit i'm never going back <laughs> like i'm never going back i don't even know how i lived in such a fog for so long and i was depressed i felt purposeless it was just it was just not a good situation and then when you know what it feels like to feel good when uh, you expand your consciousness and raise your frequency and you're just so high vibe and floating like y- you want to hang out there it feels so damn good so you're not alone if you're feeling feeling that shift it's going on for a lot of people and just on a global level, as the uh, vibration of the planet shifts, more and more people are going to just naturally shift their diets in in all aspects. And as we shift to crystalline, you know, our bodies are going to change a lot of this processed food, all this other stuff that's affecting us negatively. It's just not going to work anymore. And people are going to start to realize, oh, I just don't, I just don't want that. The same way that, It's not just alcohol on a spiritual path. A lot of people change their diets naturally. They just start to feel drawn to different things. For me, I made a total 180 with with my diet and went from a meat-based diet to a more plant-based diet and way more fruits and way more raw foods and lots of liquids. And obviously that overlaps with my human design stuff too. But even before I found out about my human design, I was just naturally feeling drawn to eat differently. And a lot of people have that experience and then your diet just becomes very intuitive because you know what you need and what's going to feel good for your frequency. So that's just one of the things that can happen when you go through a spiritual awakening. (laughs) So thanks for listening in today. I hope this was interesting. And again, it's just my story and why I don't drink alcohol. And I appreciate you listening if you made it this far. So that's going to be it for today's show. Thanks again so much for tuning in. Have an amazing rest of your day. And I will chat with you again next time.